Trigger warning. The podcast you're about to listen to may contain sexual and violent acts committed against men, women, and children. If such acts offend you in any way, please do not listen any further. This podcast was made for an audience of 18 years and older and contains mature and explicit content. Also, this podcast may also contain a high level of profanity and explicit language. If such things offend you in any way, shape, or form, please do not listen to the podcast any further. This is your last trigger warning. If anything that I mentioned above offends you, please do not listen. Thank you. Warning. The cases that I talk about here are under the assumption that the individuals that are accused allegedly committed these crimes unless they have been convicted in court for the tri- for the crimes that they have been charged with. This is by no means me making any kind of accusations whatsoever. I am simply commenting on news articles and stories that have been shared with me through individuals who may or may not have experienced these said stories. This is not fact. This is purely my opinion. Unless they have been through court and they have been convicted. Please understand that moving forward. Thank you. Hey everybody. This is Jeremy with the Mana Park Podcast. This is going to be episode 44. Titled Duck, Duck, Moose. Levi Axtell. So earlier this week, like a lot of you know, that Levi Axtell out of North Minnesota killed Lawrence Scully with a shovel and a moose antler. Here's what happened. Back in 2018, Levi put a order of protection, a restraining order, against Lawrence Scully, who was a convicted uh, child molester, a pedophile, baby rapist, whatever you want to call him. And he started noticing this old man stalking his daughter, waiting outside of her daycare, being at parks, that sort of thing in nature, right? And so he did what any other parent would do, sensibly would do, put an order of protection on him, you know, uh, put a restraining order against him, stay away from my daughter, you know? I mean, that's what any good father would do. That's what any law-abiding citizen would do. A couple weeks later, the courts removed it. Why they removed it, don't know. I mean, it's perplexed a lot of people's minds. We don't have all the facts, so we don't know why they did that. And from what the the limited news, you know, information that we've gathered so far, that we all have received, is that Levi has admitted that he has known Lawrence Scully for a long time. Whether or not, you know, Lawrence Scully did anything to him as a child, that's, you know... Nobody's actually pointed to that fact or even pointed to that theory. Maybe Levi has heard things because apparently there was also things about allegations over the years where Lawrence Cully had some things alleged against him but were dropped. Don't know, but Levi was noticing this man stalking his 22-month-old daughter back in 2018 at the time. And when he saw that the order of protection got removed... You know, he tried to do whatever he can to keep his daughter safe. Apparently, he got drunk. 
because he was they said he was intoxicated in the reports goes over to Lawrence's house takes a shovel from the from the front of the the house from the front porch and proceeds to beat the other 11 shit out of Lawrence Scully about 15 to 20 times and then he takes a moose antler and he goes and finishes the job as they say either impaled him or bludgeoned him to death I don't know the facts on that one I think the reports were saying that they, they impaled him with a moose antler so Levi you know knows what he did he goes drives to the to the uh, sheriff's office turns himself in it's covered in blood here's what was crazy as well um not really crazy. It was just another side note, I guess you should add to it. The neighbors heard screaming, so they were already calling the cops when they heard, I guess, Lawrence screaming for his life. And then Levi goes and gets out, goes down the road, turns himself in. He actually, I think, stepped into the to the sheriff's office and put his hands atop his head and told him that he killed you know, Lawrence Scully. So he saved the detectives a lot of time and manpower and, and everything like that, that sort of nature. They charged him with second degree murder, I want to say. It's either murder or manslaughter. Yeah, murder. I'm sorry, y'all. Been a long day. So that's what we know so far. I think in this case, in this instance, what's going to happen. If he takes this to trial, I really do believe he's going to have a sympathetic jury for a number of reasons. One, he's a father. He tried to go the legal route, tried to protect his daughter. What happens? Well, fucking judges take off the protective order. For whatever stupid-ass reason, I don't know. Because this guy is a, was a convicted sex offender he was a convicted child sex offender all right he molested a little six-year-old girl back in the late 80s i mean back in the late 70s and just because he hasn't been back to jail since then doesn't mean he wasn't offending or he was trying to find his opportunity to offend obviously waiting outside of this little little, little his daughter you know levi's daughter's daycare you know doesn't really scream innocence in my opinion and it ought to serve a lesson for a lot of these pedophiles, too. If you don't go around where children are at, if you're not going there stalking children or messing with kids at all or trying to groom children, people are not going to come up to your house and beat you to fucking death and impale you or bludgeon you to death with a, with a pair of moose ant, you know, with, a, uh, with moose antlers, okay? It's just not going to happen. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's never going to happen, but... It's less likely to happen, I guess. I want to take a, a second to think about what was going through Levi's mind in all this. Because that's important. Because the only person that's going to be able to give us any information is going to be Levi now. Because whatever, if they had an interaction inside that house before he beat him to death, before Levi beat Lawrence Scully to death, then we'll never know except for whatever Levi tells us flat out whatever he confesses to whatever he puts out there in the, in the public knowledge in the opening right we don't know what was said all we know is what was done 
And man, I give Levi credit though. That is some original shit right there. I've never heard any. I've never heard anybody beat a child molester to death with a shovel and moose antlers, flat out. That right there is some next level stuff. I <laughs> give him props for originality for sure. Now, of course, you know the Manafort podcast does not condone any type of vigilante justice whatsoever. So, according to Spotify's guidelines and rules, we do not condone vigilante justice here on the podcast. <clears throat> But you know, <laughs> you know, had to say it, y'all have to say it. I really do believe Levi did what he thought he needed to do to protect his daughter because if the law failed him, you know, you guys still got to protect your family as a man, as a father, you got to protect your, you know, your, your kids. And if the law and the judicial system doesn't come through for you, well, this is, this is the kind of shit that happens. Also, I do believe that if we would sentence these pedophiles a lot longer in prison, um, I'm more I'm about more final solutions with them. But if if we can't even get you know death penalties for for pedophiles, people that rape children, molest children, then at least a lot longer sentencing sentencing than you know what one to five years, one to ten years, one to twenty years. Put them in there thirty. 30 plus 25 to life let's do that see how that works out for him and everything i don't know y'all i uh you look at cases like gary ploche you look at cases like marianne bachmeyer and you saw parents that are just at their wits end levi axtell is another one of those individuals and while this man might not have molested his daughter, he was certainly stalking or grooming to to try to attempt to stalk and and who knows what. And now, but of course, I don't. I can't say certainly. I got to say allegedly because we don't know. We weren't there. However, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Probably is a duck. I, I mean, do I think that? getting drunk and beating somebody with a shovel and impaling them with moose antlers is the is the way to go about it. No. That's more like a last step resort. Uh I think and and he he really did I think believe I really believe he might have skipped a few steps in between having that restraining order dropped and a couple years later getting drunk and beating this man to death. So it'll be interesting to know what happens in that time frame. Because you mean to tell me four years, what, 2018, so that's five years ago. So, I mean, between then and five years, you know, nothing happened. Nothing nothing happened with this guy. And there was no interactions between this dad and this, you know, old sex offender. There was no other interactions in between. Nah, something doesn't, you know, like to me, this doesn't feel right. Something doesn't smell right with this. Something went on. Now, might not have been with his daughter, might have been with somebody else's daughter. Could have been a situation where something did happen. Charges might have got dropped, charges might have got um, cases dismissed, whatever the case may be. And he wasn't going to let it happen to his daughter. Possibility. We don't know. All we can do now is cover a story and wait for a part two, right? I, I hate doing that.
but man, I it it's one of those cases that catch your eye, you know. It, it fucking moose antler. Huh. My theory on that is that he probably because they said he beat him between fifteen to twenty times. He hit him fifteen to twenty times. So this guy was intoxicated. Hits him fifteen to twenty times. Pretty sure if this guy had a shovel in the front of his house on the front porch, might have been some bullshit ass little shovel, some weak handle with it or whatever. Probably broke off the handle, beating this guy. Because when you're intoxicated, you know, you ever been in a fight while you're drunk? You kind of go put your rage a little bit harder into your body, so you're using more brute strength. Might not be coordinated brute strength, but you're using more brute strength. And if he hit him 15 to 20 times, let's just say he got him, he got lucky and hit him on the first hit, right? Knocked him on the ground and just started beating him while he was on the ground. And he hit him so hard, the, you know, the handle broke off. You know, and then maybe to, you know, to the side of him, there was the moose antlers or was right on the wall next to him. That's my theory. I'd like to, I really would like to know, hear him explain how he did it. But that's the theory I have with that. Because I try to, it's those little details that just, that you don't know that are just irking the shit out of me on this case. And like I say, y'all, if our court systems would have sat there and did their job correctly. Now, of course, I'm armchair quarterbacking on this. Oh, they looking for me. Y'all can hear those sirens in the background. Hold on. Sorry about that. Like I said, if the courts would have done their system, you know, done their work correctly, Lawrence Scully would probably still be alive. Levi Axtell wouldn't be in prison or in jail. I mean, not in prison, but in jail right now. And this man would not be facing up to, I think, it was either 30 to 40 years in prison for the crime he committed. I don't think the man's going to get that. I think if he takes it to trial, hell, they you're in a rural part of Minnesota where you got a bunch of family people out there. More than likely, a jury would be sympathetic to him. Possibly even acquit him just, to, just because Lawrence Scully was a sex offender. That would be awesome, but don't think it'll likely work out that way. I think what will happen is they'll offer him a really sweet plea deal. Maybe five years, ten years, something like that. You know, I think if they were being really generous, realistically, they'd probably bump it down to 20 years. Little girl is six years old right now. So let's say he goes and serves in prison for, you know, a 20-year sentence. She'll be 26 by the time she gets out. I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know, y'all. I know that man shouldn't be in prison. Shouldn't go to prison. Shouldn't go to jail. I think he should. I think our society is waking up and realizing that these, this court system, you know, the courts and the, the justice system isn't protecting our children. And these monsters are getting let loose all the time. So what do you expect us to do when you let monsters back out on the streets all the time? I mean, you really think, do, do these people really think, these judges, these these DAs and everything, these, you know, our, our police, they really think we're just going to sit there and let these monsters 
groom and rape our kids? Fuck no. That is not going to happen. <laughs> You're going to have some pushback. And this is the kind of pushback they're going to have. I mean, just take a look at what's going on in California just with, in, 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 with pedophile laws and pedophile cases. I mean, that's a scary enough sight as it is. There, what was it, a couple months ago, they released 7,000 pedophiles out of prison in California. They changed the laws up to where there's like a 10-year age gap difference. Basically, with when it comes to uh, anal sex and, and oral sex of a minor. So, like, the way, that, the way the law was told to me, and I don't know how, I didn't read the law myself, so... Really don't quote me on it. This is just what I was told. Was that like a 24-year-old a can legally have sex with a 14-year-old in California. What the fuck, y'all? They want that type of shit in their state? Uh, sounds off. I, I don't know. But then they release 7,000 pedophiles out of, out of prison. And you start to wonder... All these dots in your face, you start making connections. Parents aren't going to put up with this shit. They're going to protect their children. It's going to be really odd. We let out all these pedophiles on the streets, roaming around, and we start putting taxpaying citizens who want to protect their families into these prisons. They can't fit all of us in them. They just can't. What are they going to do? They better act damn quick. Because people are fed up. And this is one out of hundreds of stories, probably, that we don't ever get to see. Probably the only reason we, we even got to see this story was just because of how unusual Lawrence Scully was murdered. I will tell you this, though. I guarantee the last lesson that man ever learned on this earth was don't mess with kids. I fucking guarantee you that was probably his last lesson. He, he had to learn. Oh, man. What a story. What a case. What do y'all think? Would you have done the same thing as Levi Axtell? Would you have done anything differently? I myself personally, knowing what social media is and everything, and knowing news, news reporters and all these different things, I'd have been getting some media attention on this case myself. But... I'm not Levi Axtell. And I can say coulda, woulda, shoulda all day long. Don't mean that's how it's going to shake out, right? And when you're angry, definitely don't drink. And if you get angry while you're drinking, definitely don't leave your house. Levi did those things. And now... It's a possibility that he can't be there to protect his daughter anymore. Don't get me wrong, and I don't want nobody to get this twisted. I have no love and no sympathy for Lawrence Scully. You rape a child, you molest a child, fuck you. All I can tell you is put sunflower seeds in your pocket so when they put you in the ground, at least something good will come out of you. Take with that what you will. But yeah, I... Thankfully, they have a GoFundMe page, or they're, or they're having a fundraiser of some kind to get Levi 
you know, a good defense attorney, which he's going to need one. I mean, you go into the sheriff's department, even though he turned himself in, did the right thing by turning himself in, though. At least in the eyes of the law, he did the right thing. I personally, no. If they're going to release pedophiles on the streets, then let them fucking work these cases in. Just my opinion. I could be wrong. But I don't know. I've been seeing a trend, and I've been liking this trend, though, with sentencing. They are starting to sentence people more harshly now. Child sex crimes, child trafficking, child sex trafficking cases. People are starting to get life. 30 plus year, you know, sentences put on them. And I think it's because a lot of good people are, are finally letting these politicians and these and these judges and these DAs know that we're not tolerating that shit anymore. And maybe it goes in that right direction. Maybe it doesn't. But y'all keep fighting. Y'all keep using your voices. Keep telling these people in power how we really feel. Because we're sick of it. We're done with it. No more, ch- you know, it's our responsibility to let children have a safe childhood. It's all of our responsibility for that. Because that's the generation, these, these generations coming up are going to be ones to take care of us, y'all. These babies are going to be the ones to take care of us. And they're going to remember how much we fought for them. Just like a lot of you survivors remember how much people fought or didn't fight for you. So it is a come upon us to fight for these babies. To share their stories. To share the stories of survivors. To support the, the survivors of all these heinous crimes. To love them. To care for them. To believe them. Are we perfect in that? No. But we can grow and we can learn. And what you might believe in today could change. You can grow and to have different opinions on different things. You can, look, I can argue with people. Not really argue, but I can have debates with people on what we should do with pedophiles. As long as we're talking about punishing them. I've, I don't even, I can't even think of anybody that really, unless they were a pedophile sympathizer... But any normal parent, any normal thinking person has all said similarly the same thing to me. They should be either in jail for a very long fucking time or they should be in the ground dead. A lot of people say personally dead. What are y'all thoughts on that? Well, as you know, I didn't think it was going to be a short episode, but it is. And I know a lot of y'all like my 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 commentary on, on cases and stuff like that. And I'm trying to bring back those those cases up. I know a lot of people probably already overheard a lot of this this story already. If you haven't, go look up Levi Axtell. They got a they got a couple of news articles already put out this week over it. It just happened this week. I just thought this was an unusual case as far as how creative he was in killing a pedophile. And honestly I I don't know. I don't even fault the man for, for doing what he did. I just think that he might have missed a few steps along the way in that process. And people might take that as me, you know, trying to say he shouldn't have did what he did. I'll tell you like this. 
it's very it's a very drastic steep step that he took which has real dire consequences to the actions that he did commit you know it's not just killing a pedophile it's leaving your wife to take care of the home that you have leaving your wife to take care of your kids you know this when you got a lot to lose like that I'm not saying good people won't come along and help out but it's not but eventually it's not going to be their responsibility to provide for another man's family my heart really breaks for the family for that little girl and his you know and her mama because now daddy is in prison or in jail and might go to prison for a very long time if they let him out or drop this case, which they're not going to drop it now that it has national media coverage, they give it, even if they convict him, the judge has the power to suspend that sentence, right? Like the judge has that power. I'm hoping that they actually suspend the damn sentence. Maybe get in, maybe get him in a 12-step program because he was intoxicated when this shit happened. Anger management, some type of deal like that. I think it would be far better and far greater, not only for himself, for Levi, but also that little girl, his daughter, and for the mother. Like, that's, you know, that's a way you, that's how you handle this situation if you're a judge, in my opinion. Convict him. Yeah, he killed somebody. Convict him, right? But if they can suspend sentences and drop cases like they do for pedophiles, surely... Surely for a father, that judge up there in North Minnesota can suspend that sentence for Levi Axtell as well. Even though he murdered somebody, who in their right mind, and I say by right mind, I mean normal people who care about children, not pedophiles and pedophile sympathizers, fuck them. But who else in their right mind who doesn't support pedophilia, who doesn't support child molesters being, you know, being in our society, is going to go against that judge or even vote against that judge. Really, who is? And I guarantee you right now, Narsal is fucking chomping at the bits, about to write their little pieces about how Lawrence Scully shouldn't have been murdered. Well, I hope they add in that piece that Lawrence Scully shouldn't go around sitting outside of fucking daycares or parks or being around any kind of fucking kids either. You can take that and put you in, put in your pipe and fucking smoke it, Narsal. If y'all don't know what Narsal is, huh, I've mentioned it a couple times on this podcast, but y'all might be some new people on this podcast. So buckle up, Buttercups, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. So Narsal is, a, is an organization that's dedicated to taking down the sex offender registry. I paused because I want you to hear that. And I want to say it again. Narsal is an organization that is dedicated to taking down the sex offender registry. They want to try to reform laws, do away with the sex offender registry. You know, the thing that we can track people who hurt children or, you know, who are rapists or pedophiles or fucking perverts in our society. They want to take that down. And, you know, a lot of people have actually, when I tell them about that, they all come to this one law that should not be on the sex offender registry. And I agree with this one. 
the public urination one, right? And if y'all didn't know this, if you piss in public, let's say you you know you get drunk or something like that, and you piss maybe too close to a municipal building, to a school, to a church, or some or something that agree in nature, you can actually get uh, charged as a level as a tier one sex offender. For how long I don't know. I don't think it's for life. But when you get labeled as a sex offender for something as stupid as that, it fucks up your whole life. I do agree that's the one law they should change. But you would think that that's the law they'd want to change. No, they want to change the laws on rape and pedophilia. They want to make this shit more acceptable. Uh, And you want to ask yourself why. Well, when you look at their chairman board, the board of directors of this group, two of the members of it are convicted child rapists, child molesters. One was a single digit age girl, the other was a double, you know, was a 11 year old. So, yeah, not a lot of confidence in that. Thankfully, there is a lot of people who are of a sound mind and a logical mind and it's like, no, fuck, you know, leaves reviews on on their social media platforms and lets them know exactly how they feel and I'm very thankful for it because they are voicing their opinions very loudly. Uh, but yeah, that's who Narsol is. And Narsol, the only reason I ever heard about Narsol was because I'm I, when I was going through some cases and looking at different things, I heard about this organization. And they have a YouTube channel. It's fucking disgusting because they interview sex you know sex offenders. They don't ever mention what crimes they've been convicted of. But when the average statistics is about like I think 78% of sex offenders are pedophiles. Chances are it's a pedophile on there. That being said, y'all, I don't know. I They better not say shit about this case. But they probably will because that's the type of organization of, you know, baby rapists that they want to prop up and help out and everything like that. And woe is me. Well, you wouldn't be on a sex offender registry if you weren't hurting kids flat out you wouldn't be so don't touch kids that's real fucking simple again for those of you that have any predilection in your mind that you that you think touching children is is a good thing let me say it again for you don't touch children they are not your fucking playthings they are not for you to have sex with Flat out. I just wanted to make that message loud and clear. I don't know, y'all. But, give y'all some good news, though. Things are doing good with the podcast. There are a lot of you that agree with protecting children. And I have people that reach out to me and tell me that, that I inspire them, that they like the content that I put out on TikTok and everything else. And, they're just glad to see somebody making a stand. You know, I'm just a regular guy, y'all. You can use your voice too. You could fuck. You don't have. You don't have to start a podcast. You can do a whole plethora of things to help out. There's so many different ways, okay. And I hope that you find a cause that you're passionate about when it comes to protecting children, and you go into that role. That's all I can tell you. Well, look. Hopefully, if you are listening to this podcast interview, I mean, podcast episode, I'm sorry. 
podcast episode. Hopefully you listen to it on Spotify. That's where all my episodes are at. I don't know if all of them have made it over to Google or Apple. I know there's a lot of new Apple users that are using Google, Apple Podcast. I'd love it for it if you want to support me to listen off of Spotify. It does help. If you can go on Spotify and leave a review, I don't care if it's one star or five stars. It would help as well, and it help push it through the algorithms. You'd really be helping me out a lot if you did that. I'm asking, I'm not, you know, I'm not at the point where I want to ask for listener support donations or anything like that. But I will say if I do start doing that, it will be to get a studio going. It will be to get equipment and have an actual soundproof space where you don't hear sirens in the background. You don't hear cars passing by. You won't hear the engine of my car where I'm at currently right now. Uh, right now it's turned off because the weather isn't too bad. But when summer kicks around down here in Louisiana, I am not going to be sitting in the fucking heat. Sorry. AC will be on. I am not going to be drenched in sweat like I was last last summer. And I did do that. So, I'm working on the podcast. I still have a full-time job. Still run a business with my wife. And I go to the gym three days a week while trying to maintain my marriage. No, there's nothing wrong with my marriage. Just want to say because I love my wife. And I'm so thankful for all y'all's support. And I will continue to keep pushing forward and continue to, to put out interviews and episodes every Friday as best I can. But if you want to help, help me out. If you know anybody that wants to support my my, my content and they want me to support their business and everything like that tell them to reach out to me they can find me on facebook they can find me on tiktok i'm not hard to find i also have an email it's called amanapartjdog at gmail.com i don't check it often but at least about maybe once every couple of days but they can get a hold of me some kind of way tiktok's usually the best way facebook's second and if they send me a messenger i probably won't get the notification for it Tell them to go on the Manapart Podcast Facebook group. Leave a message on there. Say, hey, I want to get in touch with you. Best way to get in touch with me. Okay? So, that's it. That's the end of the episode. I hope y'all go out and, you know, share this episode. Share my other episodes as well. Leave a review. Please, if you're not on Spotify, listen to it on Spotify. I really would appreciate it. Like I said, that's going to help me out the most. I know, like I said, I'm asking a lot of y'all, but it would help. It really will. I love every single one of you. I hope y'all are living your lives in relative peace and harmony. And you, if you're healing from anything, I hope you're on a healing journey. If you have any traumas in your life and you need somebody to talk to, you know, I can be a friend to you. We can share your story if you want to. If you, if you don't want to, fine. Or if you need somebody that you want to talk to as a friend, you know, I can find, you know, I can look and see if there's any support groups I know. You never know who I know. You never know what trauma that you endured that I might know about. Because there's a lot of things that I know about now I haven't covered on the podcast because I haven't gotten those perspectives out there yet. So just know that. Well, I love y'all. Be safe. Remember to protect all children, even if they're not your own. 
the bowmen see and the bowmen never forget. Be safe, y'all. Love you. Bye.